0: Well, hey, everyone, this is Dave DeBow with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, it is my pleasure to be interviewing a very, very accomplished, well-known and successful real estate entrepreneur, a gentleman that I've known of for many, many years, and I've had the pleasure of knowing for several years as well, and that is Mr. Ross Lytle. Ross, how are you doing today, my friend?
1: I'm doing great, Dave. I'm glad, glad to be here. How are you doing?
0: I am fantastic. I'm fantastic. So, Ross, it kind of blew my mind when you sent me some information prior to our call, but you've been investing in real estate since 1977, or was that a typo?
1: Yeah, I meant 2017, Dave. (laughs) You can tell by, you know, the growth of my hair. No, (laughs) 1977, can you believe that? Wow. Two years and where did it go?
0: Exactly. Exactly, my friend. Well, you're doing a hell of a lot better in the hair department than some of us. So <laughs> oh,
1: well, let's not let's not compete in the hair. Let's compete in the real estate business. Or actually better yet, let's work together. Let's cooperate. That,
0: that sounds better. So Ross, if you can remember way back to nineteen seventy seven, what the heck sparked you to get into real estate investing way back then?
1: Well, I really didn't decide to get into real estate, Dave. Truth be known, I just did what my mother told me to do. And she said, you know, Ross, we're not making any more land. You should go buy land. And she had this, her eye on this 20 acres, so she thought I should invest it. And bottom line, at the time, I was making $3 an hour as a cabinet maker apprentice. And in roughly 20 hours, I made $80,000 on the real estate deal that she, you know, suggested I do. So real estate had an instant appeal to me. I didn't have to be the sharpest knife in the drawer to figure that one out.
0: Very nice. Very nice. So over that time, I know you've done a variety of different real estate investing strategies, but what what's kind of your main thing? What do you like to focus on the most?
1: Well, I've become known for rent-to-own simply because, for me, rent-to-own has three main appeals. It has money at the beginning, as you know, Money as you go through the deal and then money at the closing. And in any business, cash flow is a critical element to the business, and rent only gives you cash flow all the way through. It's also something that works in any market, whether it's an up market, down market, flat market, it doesn't matter. And that's been good for me because I've been through you know four major recessions over my career. Never let a good recession get by without me making money on it. And we're, that's why we're heavily investing in Calgary and again, and doing the rent to there. And so I've also become known as a thought leader and a leader in the rent to industry, you know, right across the country, actually, and even down in the U.S. So, you know, that's been sort of something I've been known for, something that I've done, even though I've done everything from marinas to land, to land. I've done a whole gamut, but rent-to-own is something I've
0: I focus on. All right, very good. So, obviously, we can't get into the in depth nitty gritty of how to do rent own here, but most people think of rent own being a good strategy in a rising market. You're talking about it even working in a flat market or a declining market. Just in a nutshell, how can you make rent own work in those kind of markets?
1: Well, you've heard the old saying buy low, sell high. Yeah. That works in. You know, a, a down market as well. Actually, we probably get more clients in a down market day than we do in the nut market. You know, in the nut market, you got to think people are maybe not, they don't need our services as much because what we really do and what all investors do is we solve problems, right? Yeah. That's what we do. And rent to own, you know, I had a fellow that said to me one time, you know, Ross, if you add rent to own to the end of any real estate deal, you usually make it better. In other words, if you put an option at the end of the real estate deal, it usually becomes better. So in the down market, we usually are even, you know, even busier.
0: Right. Well, you got a lot more motivated sellers in a down market. That's for sure.
1: A lot more motivated sellers and a lot more people. Like most of my deals, my rent home deals, Dave, you know, I don't buy them. The, the owner's just give me the properties.
0: Right. They're
1: far more willing to give me properties in the down market than a up market.
0: So. Definitely. No, that makes sense. So it's a matter of getting in. On a good deal, and then so get getting it at a low price, a lower price, so that you can sell it at a low price if you're still in a low market, right? basically?
1: yeah, I mean, it's what I'm striving for, Dave, is about a thousand dollars a month. So if I'm doing a three year option, which is my most common, I want to make a minimum of thirty six thousand. I normally make closer to fifty, mm-hmm. but i I'm usually making at least a thousand a month on the whole deal between my initial money, my ongoing money, and my end money. So, you know, when you think about it like that, it doesn't take too many rent and own deals put together before you're a nice little lifestyle.
0: Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So, Ross, sounds like you did pretty well on your very first deal way, way back in '77. I don't imagine it's always been sunshine and roses in the real estate investing business for you. That or you're just an absolute genius because everybody I know has, has had a few stinkers in their lives. So knowing what you know now, what would you tell your younger self about getting involved in real estate?
1: Well, telling my younger self, I tell my younger <laughs> self all the time because, I, you know, experience is one of those advantages to getting older. And one of the as things- a leader, Dave, you know, we don't get do-overs. Uh-huh. We don't get do-overs, but there's, you know, a lot of things I would do. I think, for, you know, it took me 20 years before I got my first coach mm-hmm. in real estate and in business, and I'd do that sooner. I struggle a lot thinking, you know, probably I could figure out all the answers myself, and, you know, it's just not, it's just not possible, right? Another thing I would do is I would always invest in the uninvestable. I didn't do that enough when I was younger. And the uninvestable, of course, is me.
0: Nobody's
1: going to invest in my mind and me, except for me. And I would take 10% of all my gross income, and I'd reinvest it in me. Another thing I'd probably do is I I think Dave, you know, I was married before. I mean, married now, together with Bart for 28 years, I think that's, wow. Wow. Probably the best decision I ever made in my life is my spouse. And, you know, although, though, you know, my my first wife, she's a good person, everything else, I probably didn't spend as much time and carefully thinking about that decision. And, uh, so I, I did on my, you know, my second wife part. And oh, my goodness. last one.
0: <laughs> so lack of due diligence the first time around. I can relate. Been there, done that.
1: Been there, done that, right? Got the, the, um, I think I would buy, you know, when you're young, you always want to buy assets and, you know, not assets, you want to buy the luxury things. And I think I would do, I would take a page out of Kiyosaki, who, you know, I worked with for years and ran his company up here in Canada. And he said, you know, buy the asset and then let the asset buy the unnecessary, the luxuries
0: The Exactly. I
1: would do that more for sure. I would think bigger, big. you know, i Maybe because I grew up poor and I was on the farm, I don't want to make excuses, but I would think bigger. I would understand sooner that every business is first and foremost a people business. I didn't. I always thought it was about the product, you know, and as I got older, I realized it's all about relationships and all about the people. And here's a big one, David. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head right now, but, you know, I would learn to say no more. I wouldn't chase the squirrel, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. because saying yes is really easy saying no is hard yeah but it's really by only saying no to a lot of the things that i can focus on the things that really matter the things that will you know make me world class and because i can't be world class in everything mm-hmm. you know you 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 were said earlier you know rent own, yeah i devote a lot of time to being the best that there is in rent own, and i really believe i am the best there is in canada that's not me bragging or anything. I just know that a lot of people that have come in to rent home, you know, done so on my trainings and on my teachings and and we're continually making that better, of course. So I would focus on you know fewer things and say no to a lot. I'd make a give up list sooner. I, I mean I haven't had T V for twelve years, thirteen years now. I would have a I'd make my give up list sooner and I'd give up on a lot of things so I can focus on the things that really matter. I would learn to delete and delegate the low leverage activities that don't produce significant results. I'd get rid of them. I'd certainly, Dave, network more and now with this, you know, the social media and and even the platform that you're using right now, there's no reason that people can't network more than we were able to when we first started. Would you agree?
0: I would say, yeah, it's a it's a slightly different animal, but definitely if you're...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all about personal things. I would certainly tithe more. Mm-hmm. And I would probably, here's one thing I would do, is I was on the road when I was building the rich dad business, you know, and I'm doing all that stuff in Canada. I was on the road 200 days a year. And looking back now, I would certainly pour more energy into my wife and my kids, mm-hmm. pour more energy into their lives. So, you know, that's some of the things I would certainly do, Looking, telling my younger self, as you say.
0: Well, good. Good, good. (laughs) Thanks for sharing that. That's some valuable stuff. Now, let's switch gears a little bit here, Ross. And I know you've got a lot of different skill sets, especially with all these years of experience. But if you had to boil it down, what do you think would be your, quote, unquote, uh, quoting Kiyosaki again, your unfair advantage, your superpower, as it were? when it comes to real estate investing. I think I know what it is, but my, my version of your superpower and yours might be different. So let's hear yours first.
1: That's interesting for you to say that because I don't. I think other people always look at you differently when you look at yourself. But one of the things that has helped me a lot in my real estate business is my ability to analyze the deal. Okay. I'm really good at looking at the numbers. I'm really good at building relationships. And I'm really good at negotiating the deal, you know, finding out the solution that best works for all the parties. So those are the three things, allies and deal, building relations and negotiating a deal. I would say it would be my my three superpowers, if you will.
0: All right. And I dial in on the middle one. I'm sure the other two are, are very, very valuable. But, Ross, you are the only guy on planet Earth that I know that has the discipline to do what you do every morning. Yeah. And so I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but do you mind sharing with our, our listeners and our watchers what your success habit has been and how long you've been doing it for?
1: Well, for the last 20 years, I've been building what we, you know, relationships by making at least three to five phone calls every morning. Now, I didn't say three to five emails or three to five, you know, texts. I said three to five phone calls. I want to build those relationships, and keep in touch with people. And I've got a system for doing that. And one day I'll share that with you so that, you know, you know, you do start at the top of this to work down. That's not the way I do it because if somebody comes to my mind, like let's say Dave DeVoe talked in my mind, I wouldn't hesitate to just phone Dave just right now. Because a lot of times what you'll find out is they'll get on the phone and they'll go, you know, I can't believe you called me. I was just thinking about you.
0: Yeah.
1: But three to five phone calls a day. Now, if I get an answering uh, machine, you know, I'll leave a message. And if I don't get anything, I'll I'll send them a text, or sorry, send them an email. Maybe attach something that I think will be of value. Something that you know, an article I wrote, or an article I found, or something that I think will be maybe my newest spreadsheets. You know, because we're always building the arsenal. I have a massive arsenal that I share with my clients yeah that's pretty cool I and mean, you won't believe how powerful that is
0: well so is you are, to about doing that because nobody else I know does that that consistently for that long so what's what's a couple of examples that just pop in your mind of good stuff that's happened because of that
1: well, a lot of deals have happened that way because people have you know maybe they've lost touch with you or they they haven't been thinking about you and they'll say, you know what, Ross, I've got a deal coming up here. Matter of fact, there was a, just this past week, I phoned a realtor that I haven't been in touch with for a long time. They actually, to our construction company, we did, we did his home, kind of yeah. lost touch with them because I got, I work with a lot of realtors. This is one I had been working with. And he said, man, I'm glad you phoned. I, he said, I've got this deal. That might be right up your alley. It's a deal we can fix up. Then we can rent to own it and it's in a slower market and that was just this past week somebody i just phoned on one of these you know three to five calls i do every day that's another thing day that you should you know i'm very disciplined i work on on good habits i i just i'm habitual with things i i run my life with good habits nice well, Then i don't have to think
0: good productive and profitable habit that three yeah. to five calls a day yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. All right. Well, we're running out of time here, Ross, because we always have a lot of fun when we're 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 having a chat and time flies. But if people want to find out more about Ross Lytle and what you do and how you help real estate investors out, what can they do?
1: Well, the best thing I can say is go to our website, www.richwithross.com, dot com, and it talks a lot about, you know, who I am and, you know, what I believe in talks about the, the different courses that we offer and the different trainings and and that sort of thing. Uh, so I would say that's the best, you know, and then you can always get in touch with us directly from there or, you know, phone me directly. I'm always willing to answer the phone.
0: Very good. Sounds like you're pretty damn good on the phone. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'd love to help, you know. I mean, that's my, my deal. My, my deal is, you know, be the servant you were born to be I will always make time. If I'm in a meeting or I'm coaching right then or I'm you know, doing something, I will always call back.
0: Very good. Ross, thank you very much for your time on the podcast today. It's been a, a real pleasure. And thanks for reminding me again about that success habit that you've got. It's, it's inspirational. Man,
1: uh, we need to get together more, Dave. It's just awesome. Thank you so much.
0: All right, my friend. Everybody else, thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Well thanks very much for checking out the Property Profits Podcast. And if you like what we're doing here, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. We very, very much appreciated. And if you're looking to create a regular flow of inbound investor inquiries about your real estate deals, then I invite you to attend one of my upcoming live online demonstrations. And you can check that out at investor attraction demo. .com take care